what it is! How's it going, everybody? Today, we're going to be doing our legendary Magic Jar episode. We don't know what we're going to talk about, but whatever it's going to be, it's going to be fantastic, probably, uh, you know, uh, interesting, vexing, thought-provoking, all the things that could probably be used to describe a New York Times bestseller, all that good stuff. So if you want to hear what we are talking about, sit back, grab a snack, grab a beverage, and listen on in to The First Ones to Die. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the First Ones to Die podcast. Hope you all are having an awesome time. Uh, as you can tell from me doing the intro, uh, Jonathan is not here. Uh, he uh, is actually catching a flight right now. So uh, hopefully he's fl- uh, the flight went well. And Jonathan, if you're listening to this, we miss you and uh, hope wish you safe travels on your return. And going to, but on the return for sure. <laughs> um, but I am still joined by my awesome co-host, Alex. How you doing today, Alex? Super. You know, one day I'm just going to have both of you gone and I have to do the intro for one. I don't think I have that energy you guys have at the beginning. So it's like, oh, man. Like I'm worrying for no reason. Uh, I'm not bad. It's been kind of a busy week, but not horrible. There was something that I do blame you for that happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's absolutely your fault. So I, assuming that the rest of my friends are normal, uh, (laughs) went and posted that video of you drinking milk on Snapchat. (laughs) And one of my closest friends, like, texted me. He's like, what's wrong with the drinking milk? And I'm like, no, no. No, dude, you're not doing this to me. No. And he's like, there's nothing wrong with it. I agree with your friend. I'm like, no. First of all, I apparently need to start interviewing the male friends that you're I have. You're the only one life. who's, you the no, one no, who's no. awkward. No, all no, right? no. You don't want, don't want to drink milk. Like. Everybody agrees with me. <laughs> it's just the fact that two of my closest guy friends are milk drinkers just out of nowhere. Uh, and I was like... That's why my bones are strong. That's why... <laughs> <laughs> never broken a bone in my entire life. I've never know why? Because broken... drink milk. I've never broken a bone in my life, and I don't drink milk just out of nowhere. And I was, and I told him, I'm like, who looks at like their variety of drinks and goes like, mm, yes, let me get milk. Like, who? Why? Um, his girlfriend does call him out about it, so she was the one who actually saw it. I like her. Uh, she saw it. And then probably showed him, and then she apparently calls him out on on it all the time, which I'm happy for because he lives in Oregon, so somebody's got to like wrangle that because I'm not. That's too much. You you the one missing out, all right? Is that, I don't feel. I you just now I've just learned something about such a good and dear old friend, and I blame you. I don't know how our relationship's gonna co- recover. I'm obviously not gonna kick him out of my life because. I don't like making friends. Like, honestly, you guys made friends with... No, no, no. To be completely honest, you guys made friends with me. Um, And then, like, I'm just like, okay, we're friends. Like, you guys put in... People have put in more effort to make friends with me than I do with them. Not because, like, I'm trying to be a jerk or I don't think anybody's, like, worth it. It's just more that 
I'm just really <laughs> shitty at making friends. So like, y'all are stuck with me and as I'm stuck but with you. you're never going to get better if you don't keep trying, you know? But I I make like I try to make new friends all the time. You, you, I don't know why. <laughs> I, no, it's not like, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm being funny and not being funny because like. No, I get what you mean. Yeah, because I'm like, yeah, haha, I'm not being, but at the same time, I'm really not. I don't want to, I don't want to know more about other people's lives. I know about your guys' lives and like I care about your guys' lives and I feel like that's enough. Right? Why do I why do I have to care about Well yeah, because everybody's got like that those friends that are like they're they're have friends that are more like, you know, you call them friends, but they're really more like acquaintances and then people who are like actually your friends. Like you actually know more you know about, you know, the stuff they've got going on in their lives, you keep up with them. Stuff like that. That's how my new coworkers are, but I think they're kind of making friends with me or being uh, friendly with me because they're worried I'm going to leave. With the turnaround rate there <laughs> and like the intensity of that whole place, I think they're all just worried I'm going to leave because they constantly ask me, "How are you doing? How are you, are you okay? How's it going?" I'm like, we just fucking talked like 20 minutes ago. Please Chill don't up. go Nothing nowhere. Happened. Please. I'm just ready please for don't one leave of them. Us. Be like, if I have a bad day, I'm ready for one of them. Be like, don't quit, don't quit. I just please don't quit. And I'm like, all right, you all gotta calm down. Energy is so weird there. But anyway, I blame you. You started all this. You milk drinking bastard. Anyway, how's your week? Bad about it at all. You should. You absolutely should. <laughs> you know what? I rewatched that video to get that clip, and I noticed something because it's actually near the end when I make those comments. It's near the end of the video, and I was like, how did I not notice this? Because you had the glass the entire episode, and I watched the video. Every time you took a drink of milk, I was looking another direction or I was talking to chatter or like something else had. So literally anytime I saw that cup, I looked at me and I was somewhere else. And I was like, it's like you stuck it in. And then the, and I saw it and I was like, has it been there the entire time? Yes. I drank it from the top I of the episode. Notice. I genuinely didn't notice. And if you watch the video. Every time the cup appears, I'm like, I went somewhere else. But anyway. There, so go watch that episode. I don't know which one <laughs> it is right now. We have like, uh, dude. It's I the like, Adam Project. Telling... It's the Adam Project. Oh, you're right. It's the Adam Project. But we, uh, I was telling someone that I had a podcast and they were like, how many episodes did you? Uh, oh, that's cool. Let me look it up. Like how many episodes you guys got? I'm like, oh, you know, just like over 60. And they're like, over 60? I thought you were going to say like 15 or something. <laughs> they're fun time to make. And I often forget like how far, how many episodes we've made until like someone asks me like, like, or I talk about like a cool moment or a funny moment we've had. And then I have to remember, try and remember like what episode it is. And I'm like, oh God, there's so many. I don't remember. Just because I do the video editing and then I go through clips to get them. I'm like very well remembered now. And also there's just certain things that will connect to other things. I'm like, oh, that's definitely this episode. And then, but other times I'm like, what, where, did, when did I even buy that shirt? What is that? What am I wearing? Like <laughs> you're suddenly in like a different place. And I'm like, yeah, I get there's, we move a lot. Like our background, except for Jonathan, his background completely stays the same. Cause it's a white he, wall. It's a white wall. <laughs> but like, you'll see just random shit. I'm going to start putting random stuff in my background. 
just like see if anybody can spot it. Okay, yeah, already I... now you got the fish tank back there. I see it. <laughs> I have Gus Gus Yaskier and a third fish to be named. Tony. No. Comment below if you think Alex should name her third fish Tony. Or give a real suggestion. What's like no no <laughs> offense to Tonys, but like <laughs> you got Yaskier and Gus Gus, and then you're just gonna throw a Tony in there? Can't do that to him. He's gonna be the uh, laughing but... stock of the tank. But uh, overall, uh, my week is good. Uh, I've been continuously watching Moon Knight. Uh, it's still not gripping me. I mean, it's not, and it like. But you know what though? This is kind of par for the course for all the Disney Plus shows. Is that like the first few episodes normally haven't like made me a me except for Falcon, Winter Soldier, and Hawkeye. Like those two, I was like, all right, I'm in. Hawkeye let me sweet. let me see where you're going. But the other ones have just been like, let me let me keep watching. Maybe it'll it'll like it'll pick up and then it'll it'll grip me. Um, and it's honestly because I think these shows are kind of, they're written to be binged, but they keep releasing them episode by episode. So it's like, if I was binging this, I feel like I would retain it or I would be more into this than trying to watch it week to week. But I'm in the minority, like as far, according to the internet, everyone is loving Moon Knight, like way more than I am. So well, maybe, I could, just gotten like, a little, maybe I'm just like, I mean, they like Oscar Isaac. That could be a big part of it. And I do want to watch Moonlight because Moon Knight, it looks good. And ironically, I read Moon Knight one comic by accident. Mm-hmm. Um, it, they had the comic posted on Tumblr and it was the one with Dracula. And I was like, this is funny. What is even going on? I don't know what's going on. But I remember that one um, panel, basically, where Moon Knight's walking down some stairs. He's like, Dracula, where are you, you big nerd? Give me my money. <laughs> and like that stuck with you through the years. I didn't know that was Moon Knight until I saw somebody putting that clip to him. And I was like, oh my God, I hope they have Ice Car Isaac do this. It'd be great. Probably not. At least not the way it's looking from so far in the show. But uh, they are doing, because Moon Knight, uh, just to give you a little bit of context, Moon Knight in the comics, his big thing um, as the years have gone on is that he has. Uh, DID, uh, Dissociative Identity Disorder. So a lot of people are like, hey, maybe this will be Marvel's attempt to finally like have a superhero who has a mental uh, condition. Um, finally, they're all fucked up. No, but yeah, but not like Moon Knight. Moon Knight has like multiple, per- like has I, like an I, actual issue before the powers. Didn't, the rest uh, of them are just like traumatized. Didn't the, didn't That's the Red Witch literally like imprison oh, a whole town, Scarlet Witch? Yeah, but that's depression. That's not the same thing as like multiple personality disorder. That's like a different. My my depression never has led to the enslavement of a entire town. That's because you don't have the superpowers to do it yet. You know. (laughs) I'm not gonna enslave a whole town because I'm having a bad day. (laughs) Well, that's because you're also not a privileged. uh, Well, I guess she's Slovakian, but let's be honest, she's a privileged white woman. All right, that's how she gets treated when in, in the Americas. In the Marvel Universe. It's why nobody gives her a hard time when she enslaves a whole town. Um, anyway. <laughs> She's also threatening to kind of blow them up. I can see why people are a little resistant to <laughs> What are we doing today, Joe? Anyway, we're doing uh, the Magic Jar episode. Now, for those who do not know what that is, uh, it is normally an episode uh, dedicated to when we don't have an idea for an episode. And so we have a Magic Jar filled with tons of like random suggestions or ideas or movies or some uh, or other things that we've like thought about doing but maybe just didn't 
uh, haven't gotten around to doing, and we throw them all in there, and Alex will pick one at random for us to talk about for the episode. So it's actually not a ton of ideas because I forgot to refill it. So we have some ideas. Now, granted, uh, you know, we call it the Magic Jar episode, but if you're watching this uh, or listening to this, you've probably seen the title, which has said what we're going to talk about. But at the time of this recording, we do not know what we're going to talk about just yet until Alex selects something. So just know that that's why we've been candid. It's not on purpose. <laughs> I thought we were having a nice time. Um, it's also... There we go. I'm about to say, I was like, you, you picked a jar that wasn't no, easy like... to acquire. <laughs> the... <laughs> okay. Actually, this one I'd be interested in hearing your thoughts. Movie preference for horror movies. Would you rather movie watch a series? Preference? Yeah. For a preference for if you have to watch a horror film, would you rather watch a serial killer or like a paranormal one? Is it just those two or can I say any? No, it's for horror films. Oh, just in general. Yeah, horror films. Serial killer. Would you would you if you were offered to watch like Insidious and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which one would you pick? I don't suggest a new one. The one on Netflix. Shit. <laughs> That's because it's slasher remakes are not where it's at in a lot of ways. Friday the 13th yeah. is probably the only one I, I relatively like. Um, I didn't like Halloween. I, Halloween. Well, Halloween did well. Um, but if you were, yeah, offered one of those. Because, like, you're not a fan of the paranormal supernatural thing nope. in horror films. But, like, so you, would you rather watch, like, people getting serial killed then? Yeah, I mean, I'll watch a good slasher. Slashers are awesome. They're, uh, and I think it's mostly just because, at least, I, my favorite slashers are the ones with the tropes, for sure. Like, the ones that try to be serious, where it's like, no, we're going to really make a movie about a serial killer. I'm just like, all right, this is kind of, like, creepy and, 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 and comes to a little too close to home. But Jason, you know, Michael Myers and stuff, it's like, all right, that's, like, entertaining. You know, because... Like these, these people don't exist. I mean, if they do, they the the story will not be the same as like, oh yeah, I shot him like eight times, but he still keeps coming. <laughs> Wait, he got so hit you, by a car that one time, so, but he still keeps coming. So you, you like the sl- like the slasher films, um, but like, what if it's not based off a true story, like, uh, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Well, that's just how Massacre is like, like loosely based off true stuff, right? It's like based off like a bunch of them. Mostly one in Wisconsin who was found wearing somebody else's face. But hell, in Florida, some man tried to eat another man, and apparently he wasn't high on bath salts. I learned that. Mm. Florida's a whole another world down there. Um, of course. I look forward to every time when I go to uh, news sites. I'm like, where's the Florida man story? Florida man is always out there somewhere. <laughs> My Florida man, because you can uh, search Florida man and like the day you were born um, and you just look up the news article and what Florida man are you? Uh, mine fell on an axe. Apparently he was swinging an axe and he like was swinging it like this and like right into his chest and or like he swung tripped and then this all of it just right into his chest. So I was like, <laughs> I do, mine's just stupid. That's not fair. 
happens. Hey, you it's know, it fun. happens to the best of us. Sometimes, you know, an axe just be laying there and then you just be thinking to yourself, oh no, I'm slipping. Actually, the whole time. <laughs> so, uh, as we've already gone farther from the conversation, my birthday's on Saturday or was on Saturday when you're listening to this. Um, and I'm going on Saturday with my sister and my sister in law to go throw axe axes. I've been I've seen the commercials for that. Um, and, I, and a friend of mine went, just went on a date recently, uh, like a few weeks back, or, uh, to that place to like throw axes. That's out I here. think I tried to say it to my mom, and I kept saying, "I'm like axes," and she's like, "What do you, what access to what?" And I'm like axes. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it! It's gonna throw axes. some access. To everybody, I think the, I think I'm saying axe. What do I sound like? I'm saying axes. Yeah, axes. you hear that? You hear that? Like the tool. Yeah. Okay. Then it's her. It's not me now. Um, <laughs> I prefer. <laughs> I love my mom. Uh, I prefer paranormal and supernatural films because I feel like you can pretty much well time when, like, in a slasher film or like a serial killer film. When the person's going to pop out, the only one I will give credit to is like Scream. They always did it well because they're like, oh, this is when the killer pops out and nobody pops out. And then all of a sudden it comes from another place and you're like, damn it, they did get me. They got me with the cheap scare, but they got me. Uh, With paranormal stuff, it's just like, it's so creepy. And like, they'll give you wind up sometimes. Like Mm -hmm. with the creepy little, like suddenly the children's toys are playing. And then you just see one little thing and then like, it's the next morning. So I like the the wind up a bit more. So. My biggest thing about paranormal movies, though, is that it's like, and it also depends too, because like something like a Thirteen Ghosts, I can do that, and that's not so bad. But like Paranormal Activity is where I kind of draw the line, where I'm just like, all right, now y'all are just like y'all are getting a little too close to home, right? Ghosts are real; they be out here. That wasn't a ghost. That was a demon. Same difference, though. Like, demons are... No, no. Demons have never had a human form. Ghosts were living people. I don't know. Also, the, the demons of paranormal activity, though, are so stupid. It's like, why are you wasting time playing these pranks on people? If you're going to possess them, just possess them. You don't need to be, like, throwing their furniture, like, throwing their pots and pans around in the kitchen real you, quick. It's, a, it's just to supposed... Get the, or, or, or just to, like, creak the door just a little bit. You know, I'm just going to put the... Just a little bit like that. The whole there, point is to wear them. wear them down mentally. But you know Why? what? To like freak them out. It wears them down mentally. It's like they're tired. So they can't Why fight. Waste, why waste the time? You could easily find a dumb person and just possess them. They don't have the mental fortitude to fight off a demon possession anyway. Um, me and my sister, I was talking to my sister about this. I'm like, you know, if we were ever actually haunted by a ghost, we wouldn't know. Because my sister is really bad at ADHD and I got some issues too. Like, a cabinet could be opened, like, all the cabinets could be open, and I could walk back in the kitchen and be like, was I looking for something? Is there a reason all these things are open? God damn it, now what was I looking for? Or, like, something could go missing, and I'm like, I've lost things in this tiny apartment. I've lost multiple things. So it's like a ghost could happily, like, haunt me, do all these little tricks. I'm not gonna know this thing. I'm just saying, I'm just like, it feels weird, like, every time I watch the Paranormal Activity movies, I'm always just like... Why are we wasting all the energy and effort to possess, like, it, like, and then on top of that, you know what I just thought of, too, now that I'm thinking about it? The other thing is, some of the demon, like, uh, they, like whenever they have the demon movies, some of the ways they choose to kill people is so dumb. And I'm like, I want to hear these pitches in hell 
to Satan that allows that when he uh, for him to give them the green light to go up to Earth and do these real quick. Because uh, you ever um, there's I think I forget what the movie's called, but it's like and I'll have to look it up. But it's like this like uh, demon possessed app that people are like. Are you talking about Countdown? Countdown. That's the movie where it's like I'm like I want I, I want to hear their their pitch to Satan real quick and be like, look, all I'm saying is, you know. Like it's gonna be a, like kids. No, what are the kids okay. into apps okay. right no, now? No, 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 and no, that's no. What we need so we can go out here, start possessing people, right? Then I'm gonna start killing them. That's like, and that's that's the whole thing. They're gonna download it off the Play Store or the Apple Store, whatever. Well, then actually know? that works because like you have to go with the times. No, no, they actually touched on that in Good Omens, Neil Gaiman's book, and the show on Amazon Prime. Watch it, I love it. Uh, there's Aziraphale the angel and Crowley the demon. And, like, throughout the years, Crowley is, like, advancing as a demon, being, like, how to mess with the humans properly. He's, like, look. Like, people are, like, oh, I tempted this guy. And in, like, 30 years, we're going to have his soul. And Crowley goes, like, I knocked down the entire service uh, cell phone towers in the whole of London area. Nobody's going to be able to call anybody. And they're, like, what does that do? He's, like, are you serious? That would that's definitely gonna make people like riot and fight. And <laughs> Destabilize. So it's like more clever. It's I think it's more. The movie was stupid. It wasn't a good movie by any means. It was a stupid film. But the premise is not bad. The demons are like thinking like, all right, let's how how do we fuck with the humans? I'm just their saying phones, next the tiny devices that never leave their hands. Perfect. The next horror movie is gonna be listen. So there's this app right called TikTok. We just got to get on there, start making some videos that'll make people start following. Then they're going to start selling their souls, and then we're going to be able to get more souls even faster. <laughs> I'm just going to have to do a dance real quick, start why, twerking some why, cheats or something. Why is your that's demon get people's sounding attention. like a, a jazz musician from the 20s? Because I like the blade jazz. <laughs> that's, I don't know. You like, we're like, really great. Um, <laughs> that's what demons sound like to me in my head. <laughs> and they're like down there a, plotting. Like a Louisiana jazz musician? Nah, Mississippi. Like Let's go get on the TikTok, do the zippity zap, zip zap zap, you know, do there, a little there, scatting and bebopping. There is a movie, and I actually might uh, live stream watch it on Twitch, because a lot of people want to see the terrible movies, they want to pay for the terrible movies, but I love watching terrible movies. Um, I don't even know how to pronounce this movie, and I'm so excited to see it. It's the Velocipaster. Veloc- oh yeah, I've seen Velocipaster. It's terrible. Have you watched it? <laughs> I'm, I'm but that's what makes it so good, is that it's terrible. Oh, now terrible movies are good when they're supposed to be terrible. Shut up. No, those are movies that were not meant to be terrible, but people had, a, that's all they had the budget to make. You can't tell me so, Velocipaster you know, they- was not meant to be terrible. I have heard some worse ideas, all right? <laughs> He is like a ninja fighting pastor who turns in. Well, actually, he's a priest. He's not a pastor. Technically, an heir. Yeah, um, but it what Velosa priest does not rhyme with Velociraptor. Velosa pa- Velosa ra- paps. <laughs> yeah, drink the coke. Have a smile. Just, I need <laughs> sugar. There's a. I work. There's a patient. I don't know how to pronounce. I like their name is one thing, and I keep calling them other names. So the MAs will look at me like the medical assistants will look at me and be like, "Who are you talking about?" I'm like this patient, and they're like, "Oh, it's you mean this person?" I'm like, 
Yeah, I'm like, I don't, I can't do it. Like, the person was in the office. I had spoken to them, but for some reason, my brain's not collecting their name. Um, Next one? But uh, I was just, yeah, like, possession movies, yeah, are not my jam. Serial killers, though, and then, like, if it's a demon thing, it has to be something that's stupid. Then I can watch it. But when they try to be, like, now, that being said, though, I do not doubt that movies like Insidious and... uh the Conjuring, like the main Conjuring movies, not the spinoffs, are uh, really good. I just haven't watched any of them. I will say the first Conjuring was pretty spooky, but the second one really got me. It was actually pretty scary. And that's because, and I'm really hoping they make a movie uh, for it, The Crooked Man. That was the spookiest part to me. The Crooked Man with the crooked smile and the crooked walk. Um, that was, yeah, really scary to me. And I actually enjoyed that a lot. Insidious films, well, the first one was good, and then I think I liked the last one because they kept going. But after a yeah, they point, made like what, like four of them? I think they made yeah about four. I think the last one is like the last key, too. And it's so yeah. weird because they do it in reverse order. They go backwards, so technically, watching the last key is it would be the first film to watch. And then you yeah, go that way. I, I and thought it's a the timeline. second one takes place after the first one. Well, yeah. But then the next two to are like almost prequels, but not prequels because it only follows her life. Oh. Uh, the yeah, second one was boring. There's too many topics. The fourth one, talking. isn't the fourth one where that girl gets hit with a car and it's like visceral? <laughs> oh, I think that's actually the fifth one. No, wait, no, it's the third one. I know there's one where a girl know. gets hit with a car and it's like, it does not cut away. Like, you see her get hit and then dragged yeah. across the ground. And I was like, God dang! Y'all... Yeah, <laughs> y'all, y'all ain't playing no more. And Cindy's like, nah, look. This is like, it's like the, the jig is up, right? <laughs> we need to show you that she can't really run away. You can't be like, oh, she didn't get hit. No, she got hit. No, she got... <laughs> Scraped across the ground. I was super excited. A Tesla almost hit my car. Be like, great, total my car. I can get a new one. Yeah, you're just gonna start suing. <laughs> this one, I would definitely a Tesla. Oh my god, I could afford a new car if it hits me. That insurance. Um, fun fact. I don't know. Fun fact. It's just fun. Fun fact. I don't also have remember many people fun facts about myself that we like did this. Like, be like, oh, just put this in here and just put this in. So we don't actually remember what's in here. So fun fact must have been when we did fun facts. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't have any fun facts about myself that I can really, like, share that I think it would be, like, actually interesting. <laughs> um, I don't. I am very open about everything. So I've shared multiple forms of fun facts with me. Um, I mean, actually, I did a whole episode about my sexuality when we did Pride, <laughs> like, way back at the beginning. So, like, I don't, I don't think I ever hide too much. Oh, I don't anymore. I used to be very secretive as a child. Um, I can't think of anything. There's nothing we don't know about you or any secret talents? I mean, uh, I, uh, grew, growing up in church, we had a hip-hop dance thing. So I can uh, kind of break dance. So that's probably like my one fun fact is that I don't, can... Don't be a so stereotype. I was in a break dance uh, dance troupe when I was a kid. 
which I still like to dance now. It's just now it's like, you know, I don't have a group or anything. I kind of just like dance around my house, <laughs> around my apartment. I mean, that's a great form of exercise. Oh, it is. Um, When I was younger, I wanted to learn to be a sword swallower. Why? I saw it and I thought it was cool. And so I actually can... Actually, this sounds kind of gross. I can actually put things pretty far down my throat. And I learned how to put... You don't do it. Do not do it. I <laughs> did it once. Don't do it. It didn't hurt me, but I did, don't do it. Uh, because I saw how they were training somebody to learn how to do this. I did put a coat hanger down my throat. And I got oh. it pretty far. And then, like, afterwards... Why when a coat I, hanger? Well, there's, like, no, a thousand it's, it's other thin. things you could have chosen. No, no, no. A wire one. A thin one. You go... You go like Even from still, skinny bigger, like bigger. it's sharp though. It's metal. You could have accidentally poked something in there. I was trying to learn how to swallow a sword. Okay, I, sharp and pointy was like kind of the thing I was aiming for. Well, I don't think um, the swords are sharp on the edges, right? No, they're, no, they're, they're dull, dull on the they're edges, dull. but they're so yeah. pointy. So it's different. <laughs> no, a hanger is dull on the edges. What kind of hanger do you think I'm? Ta- I'm not talking about like a. Hanger, I'm talking about like a wire hanger that you've stretched out. That's what I'm saying. A wire hanger is pointy at the end. Right, so is a sword. You dull can dull the, the end of a sword. It is still a point. Point is, I I stopped after a while because I was like, eh, I kind of just lost interest. That reminds me of when I was in college. Uh, I used to, at uh, SCAD in Savannah, um, that's I guess that's another fun fact. I was uh I went to SCAD for all of like two quarters. <laughs> two. <laughs> so not really like enough to say I've been to the school, but not enough to say like I was an alum. Um but uh, um when I was when I was there, uh they had uh they had uh, you know, it's art school, so they had a circus club. And uh so I went to one of their like showcases they had. And it was actually pretty cool. They had some cool students. The one of the most interesting was a girl who was a uh, like a hula hoop girl, but she had one hand, and she was uh, incredible. She was really good. Um, I had never seen anyone perform with a hula hoop that way, um, and she was incredible. And uh, also, they had like a stilt walker. I don't think they had a sword swallower or anyone with like flames. Um, you know, like fire twirlers or fire swallowers, but I want to be a fire twirler. I do want to learn to do that. But um, it was still really cool, and it made me go like, "Man, circus club's pretty cool." I mean, I'm not gonna join, but <laughs> why not? <laughs> but I don't think um, I have a circus talent. Like, I don't have anything that like I'm good at. That I think would appeal to like circus culture. Well, you never know. I mean, I still not trained a sword swallower. About it. You you learn stuff. You just can learn it. You can learn things. I like to do that. I like to learn random skills. Um, just because it's funny when people see that I have these skills. Like I can open a wine bottle with my shoe. <laughs> um. Well, I'm Mexican. We can open a we can open up a bottle uh, anyway. As long as you don't open mm-hmm. it the way Nate Jacobs opens opens beer bottles in Euphoria, where he just bites the top off and just like, I'm like, ah, your teeth. So I have that instinct, though. I do want to learn. Um, recently, I learned this. And this is going to... I apologize, Mark. My mom's not going to like that I'm telling everybody this. <laughs> I learned how to light a match with my boobs. Like like with friction? Or? Like with the, No, yeah, with the cleavage going like that. Oh, yeah. 
Like yeah, I gave myself skin, you know. Right, but you can't just people. Don't, you can't like it's hard to do it just on your skin. Well, I mean, just um, like like for example, people take like the match like this and then like like use their their thumbnail to just like spark it like that. So oh yeah, stands to reason. Rock, but that I if learned... you have dry enough skin, you should you could be able to like well, match. I don't have dry skin. Excuse you. That's well, what I'm makes just, it difficult. That was one thing. I lotion on every morning, every okay. time I go to bed, once well, I get sorry. out of the shower. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to accuse you of having dry boobs. I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> very, very rude. That was very rude. You've I'm insulted sorry. them. They, you know, they work hard. They get me free <laughs> drinks. They do a lot. <laughs> um, let's see if there's some fun facts about us. Yeah, no, I, see, this like, is why I, I can't make new friends. Here's the thing, though. I you can't, can't keep, can't like, as long as you're not keeping, you know, using your bras like a, a wallet, like a pocket. <laughs> what are you talking? Definitely, I use, I do that. Why? Because girl pants don't have that much room. And secondly, like, sometimes you want to make sure things don't, like, get, I mean, like, I've lost money in my boobs and it's not until I take off my bra that, like, a 20 will fall out sometimes. I'm just saying, um, it's like if, if it's it gets, a warm yeah. day outside, you're handing out wet money. Well, no, no, no. To like all these cats. Oh, see, now you're talking about like people like who put it under. No, you put it like right here, right on the chest. I've carried my phone, my wallet here, chapstick. I've carried it all. If you just keep it in the strappy area, you're good. You're solid. You won't get the sweaty boot money. Also, you can just use a wallet. I've had my straight up wallet right there. You're I gonna think. Put- <laughs> It's an extra area where we can definitely store stuff. My favorite day, part of the day is when I get to take off my bra and see what falls out. Like what Just food fell down there. Interesting. <laughs> One time after working at the theater, like a bunch of M&Ms fell out. Like I was a little my, disappointed that's, myself. That's me when I like ride around in my car because I'll like get food in my car all the time and then like after I get out is when I like have all these french fry crumbs just like in my jacket and shit and I'm just like oh my god what the heck is this <laughs> just a was, food I was with my sister and she's like you she's like we were in the car and I think I forgot what we ate she's just like you are covered in food and I went to go do this she's like not in my car she's like it is all on you she's like did you even get it in your mouth and I'm like yeah I'm full, so I'm assuming, yeah. But I the mean, parts that was important. I think the parts, you know, the non-flaky parts, the parts that didn't jump to their death. They were willing yeah. to go into my mouth. The sandwiches and whatnot. Like the sandwich parts in there, just the crumbs from the bread ain't. ain't Those, no you know, <laughs> the crust. What does it really matter? Okay. <laughs> well, there's some fun facts about us. And... It got really personal with me always. It always gets a little personal with me. Why? Because I don't have a filter too much anymore. That's it. I feel like once you get a podcast, it's kind of like the more episodes you do, the more you're just like, man, I'll like, you know, I'll just talk about myself. Ain't no big deal. That's a fun fact on it too. What were we doing? <laughs> more fun facts. Jonathan TV show. Okay, so you know, well, we know what it would be. It'd be Big Brother. That's exactly. (laughs) Dude, I watch it, man. It got like real. Um, I don't know. If if not Big Brother, it'd be some other reality TV show. That's fair. He got Lauren into watching The Bachelor. He got me into watching Big Brother. And did he get Kaylee into something? I don't know, but he'll find a way. 
it was mainly like I watched it for Kyle and then he left or he got kicked out of the house and I'm still watching it because these people are so petty and dramatic for no fucking reason and I love it's it. It's a reality show. That's a, that's the name of the game. It just reminds me of the old uh, Mexican novelas. Well, they weren't Mexican. The old Spanish novelas I used to watch as a kid where mm-hmm. it's like these people are like on the brink of every emotion every second. Like, what is it um, with like every like minority culture and like they watch the soap operas, but only the soap operas that appeal to their culture? Representation. Because it's like you have like the there's a lot of Asian dramas of like varying kinds that like so many of my Asian American friends have been like, yeah, like my grandma used to watch like K dramas or J dramas all the time. I and think- it's like. Like, you know, because... there's telenovelas and then like, I don't know if black people have soap. Well, yes, we do. Now that Ty the Perry exists, we have soap operas for our people. I, <laughs> one, I watched a new Medea movie on Netflix. <laughs> Super funny. There's a scene in Red, Red Lobster where uh, Medea's like, this whole Red Lobster is full of hoes. Don't believe me. And she sings a song. Broke boys don't deserve no coochie. And like, most of the women are like, I know that's right. I was like dying. It was, it's a, such a funny scene. I'll post it on Instagram. Um, I think they're just... Honestly, American dramas are boring to me. They're just, they're just really boring to me. There's no, like... A lot of it is, like, sad walking away. Or, like, people, like, yell at each other, and then it's like, eh. And then they go to their separate rooms and, like... <gasps> The hurt well, and the feelings. You know what it is? It's that it's, it's when it's just white American dramas. It's like especially soap operas. It's too fake. You know, like every like cult, like dramas that are for our people are like normally very like to our culture. So it's like it's relatable. Versus white American dramas, it's like and also it's my twin brother who also yeah. has been dead all this time. Until yeah, now, they, they but like get these evil. like weird stories. Well, I mean, no, Spanish soap operas got like that too. But at the same time, you're right; it's relatable because, like, in Spanish soap operas, just from real life, we all got that one aunt. That one aunt. <laughs> you don't really talk about what she's done, but also, if you need something, you go to her. She's got it. I live right near like a fire station. I uh, recently learned after living here for almost three years. Um. Yeah, it's like you have that one aunt. You don't talk about her past. But, like, you know she's done stuff. But, like, also, if you need something, you just go to her and she'll do it. Um, It's it's like that. Yeah, it's like the family member. I come, well, I personally come from crazy. And, like, a lot. So, like, the Spanish novellas really speak to that. I've seen, I mean, I've seen everybody slap each other. I've slapped my own mom. Now, now, not in the way you were thinking. And now that I just said that out loud, it's not how you think. Hey mom. Um, actually, it was a, it was a little like that. Like, pretty much said like the, she was telling us to like slap if somebody you know self defense like if somebody tries something then you just slap them and like my little ten year old self was like like this and I went and slapped her then I realized what my what I was doing and then I was like oh shit I just slapped my mama and I think I like ran to the other side of the room I was like um she's gonna murder me no um, I uh, I accidentally. I uh, hit my mom once and it wasn't even like it was hard or anything. It was just that she scared me. So when I turned, my instinct to tur- was to turn around and hit whoever it was. That scared me. And I just tapped my mom on the arm. <laughs> no, I full on slapped her. She wasn't mad though. I think she was even a little proud. She tells me she was more shocked and then she found it funny. I think she was a little proud how strong I was as a 10 year old. <laughs> um, 
Good lord, my mother. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that's what it is. You just... You're right. The story plots for, like, American dramas tend to just keep going overboard to more and more and more. And it's Extremes. like... Extremes. Yeah. And it's just like, you jumped the shark, like, in the second season. When, like, Spanish novellas or kid dramas start. They start kind of, like, just like the everyday life. And they get weirder and weirder and weirder. But it goes with the plot. It's a slow upscale until you're like, oh, yeah, he's married to this guy who's married to this guy, but they're not married to that person. But they don't know that because they have to hide because their mother is actually his mother. And that makes them brothers. Yeah. And it's always it's like the thing about Tyler Perry's drama is the problem is like they're they're deceived in black culture, but only in like the most generic ways, like someone's going to church some black lady is like you know a single black mama just trying to make it out here but she also wants a good black man to take care of her and there's also of course the other one who's like she's the young hot uh you know friend of the single black mama but she just can't find a good man but she's also out here sleeping around you know it's all it's always it's all those tropes but then it becomes a thing where it's like it, where it becomes like okay but like some of this is crazy right like some of the like for example he has one where um i think it i forget what it's called oh if loving you is wrong and there's a girl on there who's like a 911 call operator but you never see her at work like ever and even when she is all she ever does is like talk to her coworkers about her relationship drama she's well, never I mean, working that's like- Grey's Anatomy, where they never actually do anything. They're always just talking. Um, well, I mean, like, Mexican... Like, I say Mexican because I have watched more Mexican movies like that. But, you know, Latin movies in general have that same thing. Single parent, doing all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. Family against, but, like, family's trying to take the kid. All this stuff. Um, and a good chunk of also those type of films tend to also be, like, a mother-daughter thing. Where the mother's old school and the daughter's breaking new and the relationship is torn and maybe they'll build something new and the mother accepts that the younger one is being independent in herself and like the new generation accepting the old or, you know, vice versa. Old generation accepting the new, new accepting Mm -hmm. the old, you know, moving forward, but not breaking, not losing your tradition, being proud of who you are. And like, it's always coming down to be proud of who you are, which like, that's great. No, not Tyler Perry dramas. It's, there is no, no be proud of who you are. It's it's how much more like crazy can we make this? Like there's one character, one of his main characters in uh, his soap opera, The Haves and Have Nots, where she started out as just a temptress woman sleeping with the governor. And now at this point, I have I stopped watching the show after a while. But I when love I left this. off- Hold on. I just love the way you said temptress. Yeah. Like you Tem- said it with like everything. <laughs> and now at this point- uh, or at least when I fell off, she had already been um, a pimp, someone who like a billionaire at one point, uh, <laughs> like t- like a kidnapped by a group of like white criminals who didn't do anything, by the way. Like even despite what the show wants you to believe, the show wants you to feel like, wham, man, she's really been through it. But if you look at every scene with them, all they ever did was lock her in a room with a bag over her head for an extended period of time. And that's it. So, I don't know if that's torture, but it probably is for some people. The unknown. But, uh, like, I don't know, I guess. And then, like, and then, uh, what else has she done? And then also, she's like, 
had a uh like had extended you know like the pimp part especially was really interesting where she had like with this one girl and this one dude who worked under her and she was like their mistress and it was like okay <laughs> so, and i'm will- sure it's gotten even crazier after that i haven't watched many novellas nowadays i don't really watch dramas nowadays um but i should i should go back and watch a novella and see what like because it's also been like 20 years since i last really watched one and anytime i did watch one it was one of the old ones um you know from god the 90s um so like i'd be curious to see what it's turned out to be now because i do watch quite like i've watched a couple uh K K K dramas? Is that what they're called? Yeah, like Korean dramas. Yeah, Korean dramas. I don't like. I know there's a like. It's K drama. K dramas. Yeah. K drama. Korean dramas. Um, they're actually really good, and they don't result to. Well, I'm sure some of them do, but the ones I've watched don't go to like the weirdest like things. It's really like a main focal point. There is one that's coming out, and I'm super excited to watch it. It's supposed to come out this month, I believe. Um. Damn it. Um, just look at the bottom of the screen and I will go ahead and just put it there. Like, look here. It's gonna think. If you're listening to the audio, well, you're just screwed. Figure you're it just out. gonna have to do what uh we'd say every week, which is go on over to the YouTube channel at the first ones to die to find all types of extra content, including but not limited to filmed versions of every podcast. So, you know, go on over there. Do it now. Pause. Nice. Pause the whole thing. In fact, we're going to stop talking to just give you a second to pause so that way the uh, you, you, you don't want to listen to dead air. So here we go. We're going to stop talking right now. Did you do it yet? Did you did you go to the YouTube yet? If not, <laughs> if not, you had a, a chance. Got, like, go to YouTube because I'm going to just post random shit while we're being quiet. I'm just curious. Just oh. like, did you, did you go? What's your favorite trope? favorite trope um enemies to lovers that's a good one as we were just talking about the D game i was like i want an ex-husband who hates me but looks <laughs> so uh yeah no mine is has i guess romantic wise mine has definitely always been enemies to lovers and then there's this girl on tiktok that's like oh what's your favorite trope says about you and they are like enemies to lovers you want somebody to see the worst of you and still love you. I was like, why? Why are you attacking me this early in the morning? Like 6 a.m. when I saw it. I was like, this is rude. Don't go for me like that. Um, but yeah, definitely enemies to lovers or. Yeah, no, that's always been my favorite one, I think. Uh, what about you? What is like? A... Um, I like a good road trip story, like the the road trip of two unlikely people. Like on a road trip together, stuff like planes, trains, and automobiles, where it's like interesting to me to see like like two people on a trip somewhere, but they have to stick together. Um, it it always is interesting and fun. Uh, the last one I watched was probably I again I don't remember, I, I can't remember movies right now. My head is like I don't know, just all over the place. Well, we'll let me know later. We'll put it on the screen. Here, oh, I'm gonna look it up right now. <laughs> but it's a movie by hbo um starring barbie uh ferrera from um i thought you were gonna say it's like a barbie movie i was like what no (laughs) no 
Um, no, Barbie. I think it's Ferrero, right? Is that is that how you spell her last name? Yes. Um, no, not Euphoria. I mean, that's the one thing she's known. That's unpregnant. That's what she's known for. Unpregnant. Unpregnant. Um, it's a movie about this girl who is uh, pregnant and she's uh, in high school and she's trying to. Uh, she's not legally able to get an abortion without a parent signature, so she's going across state lines to another state where it is legal to do that. Um, and she uh, calls on the help of her, uh, like a kind of distant friend. Um, like uh, played by Barbie Ferreira, who like she used to be friends with, you know, in high school, but is like grown apart from, as she's, you know, as as you tend to do when you're in high yeah. school, and uh, and the two of them go on a road trip together, because uh, Barbie has a car, she doesn't have a car, the main character doesn't have a car, and so she agrees to take her over there to get an abortion, and it's very mature it's very interesting but uh it's a great movie i really advise that you uh that if you have the time it's on hbo max you watch it i was going to make an inappropriate joke but i'm going to just move forward with that um technically our name is based off a trope that's true i i often every time i tell people what why our podcast is named what it is everyone laughs they're always like oh my god it's so funny <laughs> i like the ones who get like they're like oh, like a little offended but it's like <laughs> but am i wrong though and like secondly you ain't gotta be offended like it's me um yeah are the first ones to die we chose that name because we are a completely poc cat cast or i guess host and those are usually the characters who die first in films. It's usually either... No, it is pretty much just any person of color will die at the beginning of films. When it comes to horror films, slasher films, things like that. Um, so we just took it a little more literal and was like, hey, you know, who's going to die that, first? You're a woman, so you might also be, like, definitely in danger of, like... Yeah! Of, of Women of color will die. of color and woman. Yes, but I'm also lighter skin than you guys so that might play in my favor <laughs> the uh the thing is too, but but also i'm also less likely to have a love interest in horror film in any which is I'm, like uh, the ironically that death. i love if you don't have yeah. no love interest like you, yeah you're not, so you're like not macking it with the main dude of the movie or no actually horror you know, movie is more like the main girl so if you're not macking it to the main girl in the horror movie the final girl then, you know. That's true. So, <laughs> I mean, I could, but I don't want to. So, like, I'm screwed. Um, so that like lowers my point. I feel like we should have start having a point system. Like one day we should figure out who would die at the beginning of film. Jonathan, he's too nice. <laughs> That's only. He's not cutthroat enough to just abandon his friends in the game. <laughs> like if someone, if a monster was to show up and just start eating people. I wouldn't abandon, I've actually told people I just. No, I'm about to say, you, right. you said that you would abandon them. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> if you go down a damn dark, you know, <laughs> stairwell into an empty, that's your own damn fault if you get murdered. All right. My mama raised me better. Um. So like, that's not my fault. If you die down there, but if you're like getting eaten by something, I'm gonna I'll try to pull you out. That wasn't your fault. 
It's your own <laughs> fault you're dying. Don't go into creepy basements. That's like a golden rule. Don't look in the box that's in the attic. Don't play with the weird little puzzle box that you just find one day in an old room. Just leave. Don't touch things. Although I touch things a lot. I don't play with creepy puzzle box. I think it's fairly simple. Um, Different. Like, so yeah, the, like at least the one in, uh, what's it called? Uh, Hellraiser. It doesn't look that creepy. It just is like odd looking. Yeah, but you, I actually have that box hiding somewhere. I got it at Comic-Con. It came in like a mystery box. Um, it just has a lid though. It's not like, it's not an actual puzzle thing. Um, so yeah. But yeah, we're named after Trope. One day we'll figure out who would actually die first. I don't know. Jonathan's much taller than both of us. <laughs> well, by a few inches. So he's so? got the long legs that can run. Oh, he's taller I see than, he's like, Yeah, no, no. He's got the long legs. He can run. So, I mean, that would leave me behind. Although, mm -hmm. when my life's in danger, I'm going to go. Do you think out of all of our guests, Kaylee is the one to survive because she's the only white woman? Probably. <laughs> you know what? I think Jasmine would actually die first. Why? Because Jasmine is. No, 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 I no, no, no. bet Jasmine first. I think no, Jasmine would be like. Because she would be that character that would leave first because she's smarter than us. <laughs> but then because she left first, we're like, oh, she's just gone. Jasmine went home. She's safe and sound. Like, she's not dealing with us. And then we find her body. Oh, that she like dies. She's one of those yeah, characters she who like goes home yeah. and they're like the le the least expected to die. Yeah, because you're like, oh, they were smart. They left before all the things happened. But the killer accounted but, for that, and they're already there waiting for. Her. <laughs> yeah, but they were really not letting people. Go. So in that like movie where they're like not letting people go, um, she would definitely die first because she's she's smarter than us, and she would definitely try to leave first. But she's also a woman of color. So I don't know. I mean, Brandy survived. I don't think she can leave. Uh, I, I, uh, what's the movie? Like, I still know what you did last summer or whatever. This summer. Yeah, I still know what you did last summer. So they you made know. a show of it on Amazon. I don't know why. They that was they've made a lot of shows based off horror movies. Did you ever watch the Exorcist show that they had on Fox? Yes, I actually enjoyed the first season because it had a tie to the Exorcist. Uh, it was actually pretty good, but the second season got stupid so quickly. And then they made um, one called Clarice that was supposed to be about, um, it's like spinoff of Silence of the Lambs. That's just about Clarice. They they made one about uh, Damien, Omen. That's right. Yeah, they did. And they also made, yeah, they, they made a lot of them because there's also Hannibal. Hannibal did well, though. Hannibal did do well. People love Hannibal. Yeah, Hannibal did well. People um, love Hannibal, and then also people love Bates Motel. That's actually an, another trope with Hannibal, because well, it's it's a bit like it's queer baiting. It's definitely queer baiting because they have this these these like two initial characters who are always very close friends, but like like you know they belong together more than the characters' love interests. They have more chemistry, but you just dangle it in front of us, I thought, and it's just isn't like not Hannibal there. Lecter gay though. Yeah, but uh, Will's not. Oh well, yeah. So it could have worked. You could, but it's the blonde who thinks he can't love, and then you have the dopey brunette who won't leave him alone. Which goes back to on the show Merlin from BBC, Merlin and Arthur, uh, Witcher, Yaskier, and Girl. Um, 
But Sherlock Geralt's Holmes. not blonde. He just has white hair. It's just stark white, too. You know what I mean. <laughs> Good lord. Nippicky. Plus, Although, okay. Oh, my God. The show, Our Flag Means Death. It's on HBO Max. I hear it's good. It is so good. And they give you what you want. They don't bait you. Um, It actually has pretty good representation. And it's a good show. And I loved it. And I, like, didn't enjoy really the first episode. It was a little, like, felt long to me. But, of course, they're explaining stuff. And my brain wants to move past all that. But then I have always have to go back and be like, what the hell happened? Um, it's, it's such a good show and I end up falling more in love with it and they don't lose any of the pirateness either because he's a gentleman pirate. Mm -hmm. So he, the captain looks very nice, but then like all the other pirates are like gross though. Like all of them are still gross. And then you have Blackbeard who comes on board who Blackbeard is played by. Is it Taika Waititi plays? Yes. And he is also the creator of the show. And spoiler, if you don't, if you want to go watch Flag of Death, our flag means death, go now. Um, and then just skip over like 15 seconds, jump 30 seconds. Um, he kisses the other main character, but he was talking about it in an interview. He's like, it was weird. Not because it was too, I was kissing another guy. He's like, I've done that before. He's like, it was weird because... The, he's like, I've known this man for a very long time. We're very close friends. And he's like, we're also old. He's like, and I like watched that scene after that interview. I'm like, there is a touch of awkwardness to this that you can go that it's like, oh, it's the way the play- characters are being played. No, that's their real friendship seeping in where they're like, you can try to tell they're not trying to laugh at, you know, kissing each other. And it was, it was, it made that scene more adorable to me, but no, our our flag means death. It's fantastic. It's a it's a really good show. I watched it and I actually rewatched it fairly quickly too because I was like, this is, is all this of it great. out. Yeah, it is now out. Oh, okay. Which, of course, it's gonna break your heart because all queer shows do that. Can't have one nice queer show. I always get screwed over. Nobody can have a happy ending. But anyway, that's another trope I enjoy. The sad blonde who can't feel love, but then gets the dopey brunette. Who is that in the in the Grindelwald-Dumbledore relationship? Hmm. Well, it's the one who's like, no, you don't want me, you don't love me. Was it Dumbledore who was like that? I, I don't know. They or say was like it just... the most recent yeah. movie that's coming out, I think tomorrow at the time of this recording, um, is uh, supposed to be um, okay, like more getting like, deeper into their relationship of like how of why how they feel the way they feel. You're also talking to a person who has seen like one Harry Potter movie and the first Fantastic Beast, and that's it. Mm. You're t- you're like talking to the wrong person. I, I like, like funny enough, Maz Mickelson is replacing Johnny Depp as Grindelwald in the third one, which is actually kind of weird because it's like Colin Farrell played kind of Grindelwald in the first one. Johnny Depp played Grindelwald in the second one. Then the controversy hit. So then they recast <laughs> and they fired him. And now Maz Mickelson is playing him in the third movie. It's like, God damn. Like, <laughs> but it's it's not that hard to replace people in like wizard movies because I do know there's a potion where they drink it and they change. So it's like. 
Oh, okay. Well, I don't think it feels like gonna, a, it's I like a cheat. Depp, like the first, that was their, yeah, that was the one in, in the first movie. Colin Farrell like turns into Johnny Depp because it's supposed to be that like Grindelwald's been like undercover. Um, but I don't think they're gonna do that for the third one. I think it's just that like Mads Mikkelsen is just gonna show up and be like, "Yeah, I've been Grindelwald the entire time." <laughs> it was me. It was Anastasia. me. Hannibal. No, no, it's no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Grandmama from Anastasia. Oh yeah, I haven't seen the movie in a long time. All right, I love Anastasia. Do you want to do one more? Because we're already I want, in that I an want hour. Her dress. Yeah, let's do one more. I've always wanted Anastasia's dress. That's the only, I guess, princess's dress I've ever wanted. That pretty gold one, and I want a giant blue bow. Ah, I got it. Okay. I like Rasputin in that movie. I think the whole. Jerome, pick a TV show. A TV show. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. We're, I, on our, we're on our last seconds. I have to pick one that, like, you've. I, that I think you've seen before. <laughs> well, just mention one. You know what? Actually, we don't ever get to talk about SpongeBob on this show very often. Like, we only ever talk. The only time we've ever mentioned it is our Squidward debate. On whether or not he's a villain or anti-hero. But we don't actually get to talk about this show that, like, all three of us, uh, Jonathan included in that, uh, talk about all the time. And watched- our private time. <laughs> you, know, you know what's funny, though, too? Also, we when we went to L.A., like, we all went, we all were hanging out together. And what did we put on? Spongebob. <laughs> put on the Spongebob movie. So, like, yeah, no, Spongebob still has an impact on us, I guess. I love that show. The, the actually thinking of Nickelodeon shows, they had um apparently they're like on Paramount Plus is like a live action, fairly odd parent show where Timmy is like a yeah with that or Bell. something. No, 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 no. Those those are the old movies. No, this is a new show. There's that, that's like Timmy is like lets his cousin or something like borrow fair his fairies like Cosmo and Wanda, but Cosmo and Wanda are animated. They're not live action. Just the kid playing Timmy and all the other characters. And like the whole thing is in live action with just like Wanda and Cosmo being animated. Oh, I see. It's so weird. I'll, here, I'll go ahead and put um, the poster and show it. I see what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they already did weird stuff with. They made, uh, with the Drake Bell one, they made him 3D. Yeah, yeah they did that. They're or doing like, that for this one too, where they're 3D. No, they keep them cartoon. Well, they're still 3D animated. They're not like 2D. But you know what? They weren't like that bulky Jimmy Neutron style. Oh, yeah. 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 They were. They still look like they could have been drawn on paper. Um, Jimmy Neutron. Did you ever watch that show? Oh, of course. Yeah. Love that show. I, I like the dad. The dad was always my favorite. Hugh part. Neutron. <laughs> That's your Hugh favorite. Neutron was the best. Hugh is... I don't know how Judy did it. I really don't. I, <laughs> she had yeah, a child with this man. Clearly, it, it semi worked out because, like, the kid's also kind of a brat. He, I don't know. Maybe he's but, just like a monster in the sack or something. That's what it is. Is that she's just like, I'm not giving I, this funny. up. Are you no, kidding no, no. me? I don't care if he's dumb. Like, <laughs> but he's funny. He always made her smile. That's that's fair. Wrong. That's fair. He did always know how to make her laugh. Yeah, especially when you got a kid who's literally sometimes destroying the world. And is smarter you need than you. To... 
Yeah, you need somebody to be like, hey, it's okay. So, like, also, he makes her feel smarter in a way. Because he's kind of dumb. That's sad. You know what? I like, <laughs> That's really sad. My, my, I guess so, yeah. Well, he was too dumb to notice. Um, my favorite episode, and I always remember, you woke up Cheddar with your laughter. <laughs> Poor Cheddar. Um, my favorite episode is when Hugh Neutron thought the world had ended. Or he thought he was the last man on the earth. So he just went around eating pies. Like, he was walking around with a stack of pies. This is what he did when he thought, like, he was the last person on earth. He ate a bunch of pie. And I, that's when I felt, like, connected to this man. Because I'm like, I'm not doing anything. The world ended. I'm just going to go eat. Yeah, why not? Uh, I don't think I have a favorite Jimmy Neutron episode. Mostly just because I can't remember them all. Uh, but I do love... I did love the, the characters in it. Um, although... It got a little crazy once they tried to start doing spinoffs, like when Sheen got his own show. And I'm like, Sheen, of yeah, all the characters, he, like, he gets his own show out of all the Jimmy Neutron people. Right around the time I stopped watching cartoons as much. Now I'm back to watch. He like was a superhero on some... Like, he got sent to like a an alien, alien planet. planet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite Spongebob episode, though? It's favorite Spongebob episode? Uh, when they yeah. be- When they all become like the Justice League. When uh like Mermaid Man's like oh uh, yeah like uh, when Barnacle Boy becomes evil and so Mermaid Man gets all of them together to be superheroes but they their first mission they are all terrible. <laughs> SpongeBob uh, is like the Flash. Squidward yeah. has volcano. Sandy turns invisible and then she gets hit by the uh, the boat. Yeah, boat. which is that I don't know. I, I die laughing every time she's like, I got this. Bam! <laughs> it just falls off the cliff to the side. Oh I'm just goodness. like, oh my god. Um, freaking, the, um, but it, Patrick has like elongation a... powers. He can stretch. I think he just got... Oh, he was trying to stop Spongebob. Yeah. Or get it off Spongebob, and then he got tangled. Yeah, I remember that too. <laughs> yeah, that is a really good episode. I feel like a lot of with Barnacle... Um, Barnacle Boy and Mermaid Man were actually pretty good. They were good. Because it, it gives you like a look into like your age superheroes and what they're kind of really like. But Spongebob still kept that um childlike wonder with them. My favorite episode is uh the Night Shift one. Oh, yeah. With the hash slinging slasher. Yeah. Ha- hash slinging slasher. And a big reason that's one of my favorite episodes is because of Jonathan. Because literally there's there's a point where we were both like we were nearing the end of school. Like we were, we were both, we both graduated uh, with our bachelors at the same time. And we were getting kind of delirious. You can tell we had been working a lot. We're doing school. Like I was doing a lot of classes. He was doing a lot of work. Every time we worked together at nighttime, every time we did something, we would say at night, like in the SpongeBob episode, (laughs) and then we would watch it and then it'd be like at night. And like for, for like, I want to say almost a month, every time we're taking out the trash at night. Like, that was, like, a whole thing, and then we realized, like, all right, we're getting a little At weird. Night. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, getting weird, and then I think there was one day, everything just was just weird. I, like, was, like, crouching on the floor, and I'm like, look, I'm a frog! And he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, no! And that's when I found a tiny dog in a sweater that I had to take to the vet. <laughs> That's how my night ended. Here's the thing. I'm you not gonna give all I'm not these gonna give spark any notes that are not even like a story. It's just, it's just. What? There was a day we were doing night. car. The day we went from cartwheels and then I was leaning on the floor, just stretching out on the floor. 
And I was going to get up and I was sitting on my, like, you know, the haunches of my legs. And then I was like, look, I'm a frog. And I was like, I'm a bullfrog. Uh, and then we just kept la laughing hysterically. And then we were standing around and I put a pencil in my hair and made myself a who. Like it, that night wasn't like a flow. It was weird moments in time and frame. And like Jonathan was washing glasses and then he got up and he just like, for some reason, ran towards the glasses machine, like full on sprinted. Like it suddenly was like calling him aggressively. And I was like, what the hell was that? And he's like, I don't know. And then like I got in my car and there was a tiny dog in a sweater that ran past my car and I picked him up. See, now everybody knows content. Well, I don't know if that's like context enough, but that's how literally <laughs> the night went to the point where like we got to go home and just go to sleep or something because nothing's getting better tonight. Things are going to get weirder if we try to go out or do stuff. Yo, you um, remember when thinking of shows, you remember when we those times when we were working those uh, shows when they had the um, Inhumans at the IMAX theater? We were so disappointed. They were, uh, yeah, the, like I don't know how you know that because remember how it was almost impossible for us to even get like go there and people still be in the theater by the time the show ended. <laughs> we kept showing like we would walk in the theater and it'd be uh, empty. It'd be like God damn, it, like the, oh the two people who were here just left like left like hours that ago. Was, <laughs> that was so funny. The amount of times we had to call up and be like, um, "There's nobody in the theater and the movie's already an hour in." Should we just stop it? And like the projectionist was usually like, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's a reason for us to keep I going. was honestly surprised when we would call and the projectionist was there. Cause I'm like, I imagine they would just leave, go get a sandwich or something. Cause sometimes they did or sometimes, <laughs> I mean, honestly, the projectionist sometimes would put on their headphones and a couple times it'd be like, they're not hearing me at all. But then I guess some important, they're it was very rarely, but yeah, usually they would like disappear. Um, <laughs> my mom worked in a movie theater and she was talking about the projectionist she had in her movie theater. And it was, you know, old school timey, you know, film in a reel style. Uh, she's like, yeah, it was a small room he sat in. And then all the theaters were basically around him. So he would just turn around and just start clicking on like films or whatever and just watch all of them. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm like up where they were i'm like they had a big space it, it was huge. nice they had a, it was a huge computer thing and i'm like but they only touched the one screen and she's like yeah and i was like oh and she's like oh i wonder if he's still alive and i'm like but he just made this whole moment a bummer <laughs> uh, now my other favorite uh Sorry, my other favorite SpongeBob episode is the go. Man Ray episode too when they like try to like redeem Man Ray and make him a better person <laughs> And he and they set the belt to tickle. <laughs> well, I don't. I like remember the wallet part of that. This is your wallet, right? <laughs> nope, not mine. This is your ID. Yep. You have this type of wallet. Yep. So this is your wallet. Nope, never seen it before. I just, I just love I like, that when he's like, that I was like my like, favorite ah, part. You son of a! <laughs> I want to rip your big arms off and beat you to death with. <laughs> <laughs> just like I just remember his like, threats oh got real like his threats real. got like, real God dang bro like, like he was straight up like threatening so much so many things I like I like Man Ray he was my favorite super villain um I like the episode where where everybody disappears in town because they have a no Spongebob day oh but they ended up all being gone for like a week 
And they're like, yeah, we usually do this for like a day. And you kind of forget. He's like, a day? You guys have been gone a full week. They're like, yeah, it got really crazy. It was super good. <laughs> and Patrick got off the like the bus. And he's like, even you? He's like, look, I'm your best friend and I love you. But even I need time away from that. <laughs> And I was just like, yeah, that well, so that's real. Th- see that proves my point. All right, people are tired of SpongeBob. All right, <laughs> in in Bikini Bottom, I, I mean, I mean the people in his town. I mean, SpongeBob's still like a weirdly sponge. I don't know. My favorite... I never like Sandy. Ah, Sandy's my favorite character. I love Sandy. I never like Sandy. Why? Sandy's. Good I did peoples. like. I did like her song. I like when she sings. That squirrel has. The, that squirrel has range. I I like Sandy. I think Sandy's uh, cool because she's like the best of both worlds. She can have a good time and fun with SpongeBob and doing karate and stuff, but she's also not an idiot. So <laughs> it makes it makes for good content. But she hangs around like idiots, and then she gets mad when they don't understand her. Well, yeah, she's because like, she figures like it's, like it shouldn't be too hard to grasp. Like most of the time, it's simple stuff. She's building. She's building like thermodynamic stuff, and then she's mad when they don't understand why don't touch the equipment. I think it's more just that she knows that her friends will ruin it <laughs> if they do. It, I don't know. Sandy was just like she was. I just was never really fond of her. She was never really my. I was always. I love Squidward. My, one of my favorite episodes is when Squidward goes to that town of Squidward and there's too many Squidwards. Yeah. Like, he's like, uh, it's like, it's that whole thought, like, oh, I really want to hang out with people who are like me. And then you meet people like you and you're like, God damn, I hate me. <laughs> Makes you question whether you like yourself or not. But that's the whole thing about friends. And like, I mentioned this in the last episode. Um, I have like now such a different variety of friends than I've ever had in my life. And I absolutely love it because you know, everybody's so different and I've got such a nice range now mm-hmm. where like I can go ask, you know, these questions and I know this person might know something compared to like this person. Um, I was asking because I had no, I have friends who are also willing to ask my ridiculous questions at times because I uh, got sunburn on my face, but I didn't know it was sunburn. I thought it was my like rosacea, but I'm like, it feels kind of warm. And then I had was talking to Jonathan and Tevin, and I was like, does sunburn hurt every single time? Mm-hmm. And Jonathan's like, no. And I'm like, I feel like I'm asking the wrong person. But the same, because he's wrong, it, it does. Right. <laughs> I know, I've had no, it. No, no, no. No, he said sunburn does hurt every single time. Oh. Yeah, and I asked that, because I'm like, it kind of looks like sunburn, but I don't. it doesn't hurt. So Lauren came out of the back room. This was, of course, at the theater. And I was like, Lauren, I need a white person. And she looked so stunned for a second. And then I was like, no, 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 I have a question. I'm like, <laughs> does sunburn always hurt? And she's like, no, sometimes it just like gives you like really red coloring. I was like, oh, can you look at my face? Can you tell me if this is sunburn or not? She's like, it is. Jonathan was like, oh, even Tevin was like, oh, like we learned something. And that's why I wear sunscreen now, because enough people have told me, yay, you'll still burn. Well, actually, I still don't really burn, but I get like. What I'm assuming is a version of sunburn. But see, that's what I learned now. It's good to have a variety of friends. It's true. Although you never know what you might learn. My male friends apparently all drink milk out of glasses. Not all of them, just the ones that are cool. <sighs> <laughs> and with that note, on that note, 
uh, socials. Here we go. Uh, Alex, where can people find you if they want to complain about your resistance to our uh, milk drinking habits? Just don't drink straight up milk. It's fine with like cookies or cereal or like even like <laughs> fucking eat an orange with milk. I don't care, but just don't drink just milk. It's weird. And you can try to change my mind at Alex and Nobody or, you know, message us on the Instagram because I'm actually more on the podcast Instagram than I am on my own half the time. Um, but Alex and Nobody on Instagram and on TikTok and randomly on Twitter. Um, and TikTok is also where I post little clips of everything that's going on, give you sneak peeks about what we may be reading next in our book cast, what our topics may be next. And just where I go to complain about the guys sometimes, because some of the videos are kind of like that. Um, <laughs> and the first one to die is also where you can find us on all our social media, such as Twitter, Instagram, even Facebook, YouTube, where all our videos are, and pretty much every streaming platform. What about you, Jerome? Where are we finding you? You can find me at not Jerome Rhett on Instagram, as well as at RoboZooMedia and at Jerome underscore the underscore show to find other things I am working on. Um creatively and if you want to follow us like as in the podcast and everything we do including jonathan you can uh, actually first before i even go there to follow jonathan you can follow him at jonathan keys on instagram twitter or wherever you please i remembered this time <laughs> so i add jonathan keys keys spelled k-e-y-e-s to find out more what he's got going on um but if you want to follow the entire podcast and everything we do, you can follow us at The First Ones to Die on all our social medias, including Instagram, Facebook, Twitters, all that good stuff, as well as the podcast itself on all streaming platforms, stuff like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. And if you want specialty stuff, including the podcast, but also extra things, go on over to our YouTube channel at The First Ones to Die as well, where you can find all types of extra content like gaming videos, blogs, um mini reviews book reviews all types of stuff as well as uh full video versions of all the podcasts that we've recorded so far so if you want to go over there and check out that stuff that's where you can find it and keep an eye because i am looking to start a twitch of watching those terrible terrible films that i enjoy so much and hopefully sharing it with like many people who love them just as much as me even though they're just awful i'll find people Yep. There's got to be people who want to watch it with me. Then we also uh, may also start doing some gaming content up there as well. We will keep you posted on all those things. Um, tune in next week when we review Sonic 2. It's, it's going to be cool. <laughs> I actually enjoyed the first one, so I am expecting to enjoy this, this next one. I'm a huge Sonic fan. Um, Alex, are you a Sonic fan? I love Sonic. It was like my game as a kid real so be on the lookout for that and as well as for jonathan to be with us uh once again and that's the whole crew so see you next week oh, and really quick oh. really quick i get a new chair this weekend or when you know this is passed so no more of creaking i promise this time because i think i said that like three episodes ago but finally this chair will be gone i will have a nice new one no more creaking anytime i move or even when everything goes silent so that is you know, also exciting other stuff going on in our things, but like right now, that's my, I'm ready for that. It comes tomorrow. But anyway, have a good night, all. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. <laughs>